Nothing on his way up I know I got all these problems And I know that they come with the commas Money, more problems And I know his dollars And all my friends Hey y'all, hope everyone's having a great day today Um, Just want to do some quick announcement first Before we jump into the story Um, So one being Please go subscribe to my podcast channel It's the Frame of Flower podcast Uh it's linked below. It also, you can just type it up on YouTube, it'll pop up. Uh, it's also linked on my feature channels tab on my Let's Talk Cannabis LMC YouTube channel. Um, but just uh, just got two different episodes finished up and uploaded. Uh, one's uploading right now. Really interesting conversations. Um, so definitely go check that out, guys. Uh, be, you know, some, of, some of my favorite content, I think, comes from just a natural conversation. Um, and you know, I think that there definitely is some of that, um, in my podcast. So go check that out. Like I said, if you're not subscribed, go check, go, go subscribe to that channel. If you're not subscribed to this channel, hit that subscribe button. Uh, I'd very much appreciate it. Um, but what are we going over to, uh, over today? Well, we are going over, uh, Pennsylvania and the governor, uh, and him trying to push for, uh, cannabis legalization. Um, one of the big reasons being because of the uh, how much the pandemic has affected uh, state economies, more so being with the with the the, uh, the tax collection, right? Because businesses were closed down, and there's only a certain you know there's there's only essential businesses are allowed to stay open. So tax revenue is down, and there is a massive hole in the in the Pennsylvania budget, um, and so. You know, this has been an argument made many different ways, but, uh, you know, could, can cannabis be a, a supplemental uh, tax revenue for, you know, these, these hard times? I think so. Um, but yeah, we're going to go over, though, uh, a video of Governor uh, Wolf talking about him urging, him urging uh, the state, state uh, legislators to but to really take this seriously and look at it. Okay. So this is in uh, Pittsburgh Action and News. And both of us called for the legalization. So this is in Pittsburgh Action News. Um, and uh, of recreational marijuana. So yeah, we're going to go over this and then we'll talk more about it. Um, like I said, if you're not subscribed to the channel, make sure to hit that subscribe button, hit those notification bells to stay up to date. Would love to hear your opinion down in the comments. Hit that like button too. That goes a very long way for me. Don't really get monetized on any of this content because it has cannabis in it. It's the name. So uh, unfortunately, that's you know, I'm not it's not a big money maker for me from streaming. But what is a big help from you guys if you guys could share this, like, subscribe, all that stuff, it really helps. Okay, let's go over it. I think as you remember about a year ago, the lieutenant governor and I had a, a press conference in the Capitol, uh, and both of us called for the legalization of recreational marijuana. Uh, at that meeting, the lieutenant governor formally handed over his report uh, that was based on his 67-county tour, uh, plus I think 44,000 um, connections through email or snail mail where people weighed in on what they thought about uh, recreational marijuana legalization. And this was not intended to be a scientific sampling, but 65 to 70 percent, I think, of the people that the lieutenant governor talked to uh, were in favor of it. 
Uh, and the report had some really good recommendations that I thought made some, some sense. So both of us called on the General Assembly to take a, a serious look uh, at the legalization of adult use regulated cannabis. And today, nothing's been done a year later, so I am renewing that call. Because I think now more than ever, especially right in the middle of this pandemic, uh, we have a desperate need for the economic boost that the legalization of cannabis could provide. Uh, as you know, some states have already done this. Uh, in Washington state, adult use, adult use cannabis brought in $319 million in their fiscal year 2018. Uh, Colorado, that figure was $266 million in the same year. Uh, and, and that is, those, both, both of those states are much smaller than, of course, Pennsylvania. Um, and neither of these figures really so just want to great point that he highlighted there Washington State came up in the fiscal 2018 year brought in 390 million in tax revenue Colorado brought in 260 and now now in 2019 or in the 2019 fiscal year uh, it's way higher now and it's only growing like Colorado's exploded too so a lot of money in, in even the smaller states. And what he highlights is what I want to talk about briefly is Pennsylvania is a way bigger state than both Colorado and Washington state. So the potential for tax revenue is massive. Like, you know, could be, you know, after a couple of years could, could be close to half a billion dollars in tax revenue. All right. 500, uh, 500 million, right? And I think that they're they have a they have a deficit in their budget right now of like 3.2 billion, I think, or 3.6. It's right around that area. So that could help, you know, make a pretty big dent in that uh, in that budgetary uh, hole. So great point, though. And and you know, Pennsylvania is a massive massive state. So, you know, you don't think you you wouldn't think it, but it, there's yeah, and there's also population wise too. It's it's pretty big. It's yeah. Uh, obviously Philadelphia has quite a few people in it, but let's keep going though. Here's count the secondary economic uh, impacts of, of the, the additional jobs that were created uh, and additional money that was circulating throughout the, the economy as a result. Uh, I'm proposing that we legalize adult use cannabis here in Pennsylvania. And uh, with a portion of the revenue, my suggestion would be, I think I'd be open to all kinds of different suggestions, but I, I think it should be earmarked. And I think that's what the lieutenant governor heard on, on his listening tour. Um, and as an example, 50% of these grants could be earmarked for historically disadvantaged businesses. I mean, I think that, that would be a really important thing right now uh, in the middle of this pandemic, um, because many of these businesses have had difficulties attaining other assistance because of systemic issues. Uh, another portion of this revenue could go toward restorative justice. Uh, restorative justice programs that give priority to repairing the harm done uh, through all those years uh, when marijuana, recreational marijuana was criminalized. Now I understand it's going to take time to get a legal adult use cannabis program up and running, but the, there are things that the legislature can do right now, very quickly. Uh, and uh, we need to, to work quickly, especially when it comes to things like restorative justice restore justice for people convicted of cannabis. Possessing recreational marijuana today will not, will no longer be uh, uh, made criminals because of it. Uh, this will help more Pennsylvanians get back into the workforce by eliminating the prior conviction hurdle. We can also make this retroactive to go back. 
another another good point. I mean, these are all top. You know, if you've been watching this channel for a while now, you you've I'm sure you've heard all of these arguments, um, all really important arguments, all all great arguments. But I think another one is kind of to go more into the, uh, you know, restoring people's freedoms and, and and stimulating the economy. Right? If you expunge all of the convictions uh, of you know that for cannabis, right? That then, you know, there, I'm sure there's plenty of people that have you know, a felony or you know, they have a conviction on their, on their record. That's, and the only thing is just for cannabis, right? So if they take that off, then they don't have a record anymore and they can go out and get jobs, right? They, because, you know, I, luckily I've never had to, I never, I've never had to undergo this, but you know, from people, you know, you talk to people with, you know, felonies on their record or, you know, any sort of criminal record, right? Uh, it is a nightmare trying to get a job and it's and it's it's like people won't even once they see that you are you have a felony or you know you have a record they don't even look or even entertain you right and that's you know it's unfortunate um but it's kind of it's a reality uh you know reality unfortunately uh, in our society and so so many people have been disadvantaged you know with a small you know cannabis conviction right and, and it's ridiculous so it's another great point so we could you know reinvigorate the uh uh, economy, you know, th via a number of different things, but one of them being is you're starting to mobilize the workforce and give more opportunity, which is great. Uh, and and uh, seal the records of people who have been accused and imprisoned in too many cases because of possession of some cases, very small quantities of adult use cannabis. Even though this is an issue that affects thousands of Pennsylvanians through our crim criminal justice system right now. Uh, and it can provide millions of dollars in much-needed revenue at a time when we desperately need that revenue. In the meantime, Pennsylvanians, many Pennsylvanians, are traveling to other states where adult-use cannabis is actually legal. They're spending their money there. And we're... Really important, part, really important point that he makes there. And this is going to be a major leverage point for cannabis legalization, right? I... You know, I've done, I did a video about a month ago talking about how New Jersey, once New Jersey legalizes recreational adult use, I think Pennsylvania is going to be one of these leveraged states too, but New Jersey, because they're voting in November, uh, I think it's going to really put New York on the hot seat, New York state. New York does states, right? You want to protect your local economy, right? That's in a way, right? And by protecting the local economy, that means you're allowing people to compete, allowing to have businesses compete and actually be able to operate in your state. Illinois is benefiting massively from all of the states that don't have it. And people are just driving over the border, right? Because there's like six states, there's like five, four to six states that border Illinois, right? And, and they're, I mean, Illinois is loving it, right? Uh, but once New Jersey legalizes, right, people are going to, from New York are going to be going into Jersey and spending their money there, right? So the point that he makes here is critical. Um, and this is going to be a major leverage point. And this is a point that I think has, I feel like actually has substance. Uh, and, and when it comes to rate, when it comes to rate or uh, legislators like, you know, uh, like the governor, like, like, you know, state Congress, uh, uh, men and women, you know, do we want people to be going out of state and taking, you know, taking their money with them there? No, we want to keep the money in state, keep it in the local economy. Uh, and I think that, you know, that's a great, it's, it's, 
it will mean it will mean it'll it'll mean something to these legislators right um you know extracting you know having wealth get extracted out of your economy is never a good thing um and like i said this is going to be a major leverage point i think this is going to help propel legalization so the whole domino effect right compounds you know um you know but this specific point where new jersey and pennsylvania are two key key states in the northeast area right um northeast north midwest right area where there isn't a ton of acceptance of cannabis yet like you got massachusetts maine um then you have florida um but this these two states if they legalize right new jersey which is they're voting in november and then you know hopefully eventually this starts to get uh on the right path to legalization for uh, Pennsylvania, you know, these would be states that are going to force other states to really look at like, why are we not doing this? Right. Let's keep going. Seen out on the economic benefits and the tax revenues that could be coming to us right now, right. Especially now we should not be ignoring these opportunities. The time has come to legalize adult use cannabis in Pennsylvania. It will help our economic recovery. It will help Pennsylvania families and will help make our criminal justice system fairer. It's what the majority of Pennsylvanians want. Thank you. And now I'm going to turn this over to Lieutenant Governor John Federer. But I wanted to kind of put that uh, in, in graph form. And I would just look at you, uh, urge you to, to consider this chart that we had printed out. These represent a decade's worth of arrests for cannabis in Pennsylvania. And these are our state police numbers. And as you can see, they average over 20,000 arrests a year. So if you go... Waste of time, money, resources, hurting people's, you know, uh, future careers. You know, wow, that's insane. By the way, this is the lieutenant governor. He's someone that's uh, I, I, one of the f first people I covered when talking about the more recent uh, things going on in Pennsylvania when it comes to cannabis legalization. Um, and, you know... Definitely tip my hat off to uh, the lieutenant governor. Over the span of a decade, you're talking nearly, you're talking nearly a quarter of a million Pennsylvanians that now have some affiliation with the criminal justice system for nothing more than consuming a plant that's actually legal in 12 jurisdictions across this country. And that's counterproductive. And I would make that argument on any number of grounds. The uneven racial enforcement of cannabis prohibition in Pennsylvania. The fact that it makes these individuals less marketable from employability. It That's a great point, honestly. And like, I, I cover this, but not spe like specifically around that point where it, it makes them much less, mar like if you have a cannabis conviction, you're much less marketable to get a job, meaning there's going to be less opportunity for people. And, and yeah, I, I know I'm repeating myself there, but uh, very good point, seriously. Um, them from no subsidy, no kind of guidance other than just to write, to rewrite the law and allow recreational marijuana in Pennsylvania would create tens of thousands of jobs that require no subsidy. No subsidy, and that's a key thing, right? No subsidy. For example, subsidy, so subsidies can come in a lot of different forms right uh usually they come in the form of like a tax break right subsidies though i mean we pay we pay billions of dollars uh every year for subsidizing energy gas uh, subsidizing the uh military industrial complex right 
um, giving them tax breaks, pretty much doing their bidding, um, you know, because they have a, they, they have a bunch of jobs and, um, you know, there's different, there's a lot of interconnection with government and when it comes to military industrial complex, but great point though, no subsidies needed. And that is definitely the case for some of these, for some industries, um, where, us, the people, right? You know, we're, we're taking the hit, right? Because we're giving them billions of dollars of, or millions of dollars of tax uh, uh, write-offs or tax um, breaks. And that, that is, that is a subsidy in itself. Right. Um, so that's another great point. No kind of guidance other than just to write, to rewrite. And I would challenge anyone, my most uh, intensely opposed critics to name one other policy decision that could have so much immediate impact and so much unambiguous benefit, both in terms to our treasury, to our employment statewide, to our social justice concerns that we have on the uneven enforcement, as well as to our farmers. I pitch this to our red counties, our Republican-led counties. Our farmers need a cash crop. You know, our small counties need an economic boost, and they need employability and this offers all of that and the downside is the downside is it's a substance that has no known medical overdoses we have legalized alcohol we have legalized tobacco we have legalized opioids and all of these substances cause hundreds of thousands of deaths over the years meanwhile we have marijuana illegal in pennsylvania and that again contributes to about a quarter million Pennsylvanians with a record over a the course of a decade. You know, I'm so grateful to serve a governor that sees how important these kind of issues are. And really well said. So all of these benefits, very little risk to you know getting to potentially gaining these benefits. And you know, seriously, great argument uh, from the lieutenant governor. Um, very true. And I love the fact he was saying, you know, I went out to more redder areas, right, where, you know, more conservative people, farmers, right, they need a cash crop and they, you know, they don't have any opposition to it, right? So this is a very small group of people that are anti-cannabis that are going to try to repel this. And this is, you know, we got to apply pressure. Uh, we got to do all that. Um, anyways, guys, this is, I'll keep you guys updated, obviously. Um everything going on in Pennsylvania or, you know, any, any other, you know, obviously in other States where it's legalizing and, you know, keep you updated anywhere. Anyway, I post anywhere from like three to seven clips a day. So, you know, if you're new to the channel, hit that subscribe button, definitely hit those notification bells to stay up to date on everything. Um, go check out my social medias down below, all linked down below. Please go check out um, my podcast, the frame of flower podcast. Um, also, if you go to lmc.news, uh, there's an, uh, you can sign up for a newsletter. I'm starting to build, um, kind of like a membership program more so just like keep you updated on stuff. And then, um, you know, potentially, you know, I got some other business stuff coming in the works, so that'll be exciting, but go check that out as well. Also guys, please go check out the dab roast. It is a, uh, show that I work on, uh, with a number of other people, but it's, 10 dabs, 10 questions with celebrities. It's some really cool content. I think you guys would find it interesting. Um, so go check that out. Um, 
it's in featured it's in it's the uh, you can go to my featured tab or the featured channels tab in on my let's talk cannabis lmc youtube channel and find it there also you can just type up the dab roast in youtube and it'll pop up right away anyways guys really appreciate y'all please like share subscribe all that stuff please comment i would love to hear your opinion um anyways guys uh, really appreciate y'all i hope everyone's staying safe and healthy and have an amazing amazing day